Welcome to episode 28 of Therese Talk. I'm your host, Therese Main. By day, I co-host a morning radio show on a network in New York and Pennsylvania. By night, I'm a podcaster. If you're a woman like me who loves Jesus and just wants to serve her family and community a little bit better, you're in the right place. Would you take a moment right now to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode? This is a beautiful time of year. There is so much that is new and fresh. I can't help but remind you of how God renews us day by day. One of my favorite things to do in the spring and summer is garden. I have a few good-sized perennial garden beds that I've tended to for more than 20 years, and then I have a vegetable garden that we started last year. I've learned a thing or two over that time. I've also had a lot of time to think while digging in the dirt. In fact, it's a great place to clear your mind and to pray. So let's till up some of the spiritual lessons I've gained while in God's garden. Seeds are amazing. Now, I haven't had the best luck growing many things from seeds, but the things I succeed with, I keep on planting. You'll learn that the more you garden. Some things you just have a green thumb for, and other things are kind of a challenge. So you can keep pursuing those challenging things, and I give you all the credit in the world for that. But for me, I just stick with the tried and true. So when it comes to flowers, I always harvest my lupin seeds, and I drop them in the dirt so I get more plants the next year. And I've also been known to grow zinnia from seed. They're so colorful and so fun. And last year I tried harvesting the zinnia seeds. In fact, they're still in the freezer. I'm going to try to plant those this year and see if they grow. But I also bought some seed packets just in case. Besides, no one ever said like, I have too many zinnias, right? (laughs) So I also grow basil from seed. And I've learned with that to stagger my seeding. So I'll put in some seeds and then like a week later, put in more seeds and then more throughout the whole growing season so that I'm always getting new tender plants. For the best results, you'll want to sow your seeds in good soil, right? Like you can add some fertilizer, you want to water it, make sure it's sunny, but not too sunny. And this is what Jesus is talking about in the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. A sower went out to sow and he sowed. Some seeds fell along the path and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But When the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. And other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. So there are a lot of interpretations for this parable, but I think that Jesus here is talking about efforts in ministry. We're the seeds, and the earth is the condition of our hearts. Are we open to the word, or is it gobbled up by the other things that that interest us like birds? Is our heart open to it or is it hard like the rocky ground? Are we living a life where God's word can thrive or is it choked out by sin like weeds? If you want to see God work in your life, your heart has to be in the right place. I can't help but plant seeds without thinking of the mustard seed Jesus talks about later in Matthew 13. The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it has grown, it is larger than all the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Now, if you've ever seen a mustard seed, maybe even in a spice jar, you know it's small, but is it the smallest seed ever? I mean, when I look at a baby, 
basil seed. I think now that is tiny faith. But I might have been looking at this parable backwards. It's not just about the size of the seed. It's about the size of the plant. A basil plant is a couple feet tall. That makes sense. Tiny seed, tiny plant. A sunflower is a larger seed, and it grows a larger plant. But a mustard seed is pretty small, and it puts out basically a tree. The branches are so full and so sturdy that they can support the weight of birds. So when we look at our faith, we shouldn't be amazed at how tiny it is. We should be in awe of how big it can grow. It's that kind of faith that could draw a skeptical Peter out of a boat to walk on water. If we even fully trust God for a second, he can do incredible things in our lives. My nemesis this time of year is weeds. I was very faithful with my flower beds last fall. I trimmed things back. This spring, I did it again, and I tended to some small weeds. We laid some new mulch, and I haven't thought much about it. That's one of the best things about perennial gardens. They're like a Ronco rotisserie and barbecue. You just set it and forget it. But then the other day, I was walking around looking at things that were blooming, and I saw this yellow flower. Somehow, a dandelion had found its way into the mulch, sprouted, set roots, and blossomed. I admired its tenacity, so I haven't pulled it out yet. I've got to do that before the puffball of seeds form, and I have a hundred dandelions in my flower bed. But that's the kind of thing that we're all susceptible to. We think we've done good. We're going to church, we're reading our Bible, we're praying, and a little bit of sin comes into our lives. We justify it because of all the good stuff we're doing. It must cancel it out, right? But unless we address that sin early, it will grow, it will root, it will multiply. And in God's eyes, all sin is bad. If you don't know where it is in your life, pray about it, ask God to show you, then ask him to forgive you. First John says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wouldn't you rather be living in the Garden of Eden than the Garden of Whedon? <laughs> If you've enjoyed this episode of Therese Talk, be sure to subscribe and look for the next episode on Tuesday morning. If you really loved it, consider making a gift to Family Life, the ministry this podcast is a part of. Just go to familylife.org and find out more about what we do. Did you know that Family Life offers a variety of podcasts? There's family programming with Family Life Kids, the latest issues with Family Life News, our most recent podcast, The Sunny Side, filled with real-life stories of God's goodness, and if that makes sense, a Family Life original podcast where they talk about what life is really like as a Christian in your 20s. They're all free and on demand at familylife.org slash podcast.